Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, episode 140. Nice even number there. It is uh, Friday, April 21st, Galaxy SA launch day. I'm your host, Kellen, with me, Tim. Tim's at. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. The focus of this show really is uh, these guys. Galaxy S8 is what I have. Tim has S8 Plus. Fancy. And uh, when the Galaxy S8 launched, I don't want to compare everything to Apple and their iPhone releases, but it's it's like the big one for Android. And I know like we're nerds and we actually probably look closer, more forward to like Google when they announce a new phone. But in the grand scheme of things, Samsung is king. And so when they announce a new phone, it's like a really big deal. So we're going to talk a lot about the SA. We each have them in house. Lots of thoughts to share. There's also just stuff going on and around Samsung in general. They just want to cover, make sure it's clear, make sure you guys know uh, that kind of stuff. And then if we get to it, We'll uh we'll talk about some other stuff like Tim reviewed the Huawei Watch Two this week and I reviewed the Moto G Five Plus like we actually did some other stuff this week besides just write up Galaxy S Eight things so yeah um anyway so yeah um somebody pulling up to my house uh so it's launch day so Galaxy S Eight launch day if you pre ordered there's a pretty good chance you probably already have devices um it sure seemed like Samsung this year approved of carriers to ship things about a day early. Uh, in the past, it was kind of on launch day, you got your stuff and the T-Mobile was kind of going wild for a while. It was sending out phones a week or so early. Uh, that's all seemed to have stopped. And so Samsung seems to be really on uh, launch day or this week. I think some people got like, we got our T-Mobile pre-orders Wednesday. Um, I saw some Verizon orders arriving that day as well. I think Sprint was shipping some stuff early. So they've kind of been trickling out. Anyways, we're here. So you can buy the phone everywhere. I mean, every carrier has it. Um, it I believe it's the same model everywhere as well. We're seeing SMG950 and 955. And I think those are the same at all carriers. Um, they must be SIM locking them to carriers or something like that. But I believe it's just basically the same model. But either way, they are everywhere. So if you did get them today, T-Mobile and Verizon seem to be pushing updates already. I know my T-Mobile unit has an update. Did yours get yes, your SA Plus? Yep, SA Plus did have an update. So a little update. Well, it's not tiny, but it is an update already. And it. Uh, let's see, what did Verizon say that it does? Verizon mentions that it uh, it brings it makes sure that all notification badges for icons are orange. Uh, across the entire phone so that's huge 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 yeah. and uh of course it brings the april uh first security patch and that's not just verizon but t-mobile as well, T-Mobile uh, as well. but then verizon also lists uh that it messes with the um uh infinity display optimizations for that where apps will display properly uh moving forward so whatever that means yeah i saw that yeah it says verizon's specific words are all your apps are optimized for the new infinity screen yeah so does that mean they're automatically they're like auto expanding yeah if you look at their pictures that they show though it doesn't really look like there's definitely black bars above and below all the apps they show i don't think verizon knows what the hell they're talking about probably not i mean it's probably a safe bet to say they don't yeah i would say so too yeah um (laughs) But let's see. They don't have people do? like us working for them right now. Right. Stuff, they could change the camera icon to a much more iOS-ish gradientized yeah. camera icon. It's like purple or something. 
else did they do? All right, so here's something for you. In this picture that Verizon shows of the app drawer, it's like blacked out in the background. Does the Verizon app drawer not have a transparent app drawer? Because the T-Mobile one is. Yeah, see, uh, well, now, hold it's, on. Yeah, look. You can see my wallpaper back there. Yep, same for me. But Verizon's makes it. Uh, again, there's not supposed to be specific variants, but Verizon probably could have tweaked. Yeah, they show this picture, and it, uh, like, Candy Crush Jelly Shortcut is there, and Cookie Jam, you know, because Verizon's the worst. They just preload all these stupid game shortcuts. Anyway, that's pretty, pretty bad too. <clears throat> yeah. And it happens like at first boot or whenever an update comes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there is an update. If you have T-Mobile or Verizon, I don't know that we've heard necessarily from AT&T or Sprint people, but there's a day one update and it probably fixes some bugs. And one thing it for sure probably does is kill Bixby shortcut remapping. So this is, uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but earlier in the week, we wrote up a story that said Bixby can be, the Bixby button on your phone can be remapped. And you can remap it to whatever using whatever. There's there's a handful of remapper apps out there. Uh, and so everyone was really excited because I don't know that a lot of us are really that excited about Bixby, especially since it has no voice control, which was like supposed to be the, the key feature. Um, we were thinking about maybe remapping it to camera, Google Assistant, whatever, right? You got this hardware button. You should be able to use it. And then what was it Tuesday or Wednesday? Um Shortly thereafter, yeah, shortly after that remapping post went up, uh, some guys out of what well, was XDA, I think, first reported it, and they said they had a developer out of Canada who had received his phone really early, and he happened to be a developer who was making a remapper app or has a remapper app that was updating his for the SA, and he was like, it worked. And then all of a sudden I got a software update and now my app no longer remaps it and will work. So Samsung went out of their way to kill off the sort of, as as Samsung would put it, the exploit um, that allows you to adjust this button. Um, And so uh, one of their PR manager in the US got into a really lengthy, like two day long thread. Twitter um, war. (laughs) Yeah, Twitter war with a bunch of our readers um, over this idea um, and, and basically he said that this wasn't like a feature ever built in. We didn't take anything away. And it's like, okay, we get it. You didn't, this wasn't a feature you necessarily wanted everyone to do, but you obviously Samsung went out of your way to kill off this sort of workaround people would figure out. Like that seems to me like you certainly shut this down either way. Once you get today's software update, you probably won't be able to remap it anymore. Uh, what I did find funny about his conversation was that he said, it's Android, guys. I'm sure you'll figure out another way. And it's like, <laughs> we had a way. We had a way. And you guys took it away on purpose. Like, you can't come with that. Like, that cannot be one of your, like, responses. Because then if we do find another way, we just assume, Samsung, you're going to kill it again. Anyway, it's launch day. You can get the phone anywhere. There's updates. And those updates probably kill the Bixby <laughs> remapping, which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Um, you know, being Android, we always enjoy what tweaking things, customizing things to fit our needs. Yeah, for and, sure. and for the most part, Bixby at the moment, um, you know, due to the lack of voice assistance at launch, Bixby is like it's half baked. Why are they why are they forcing it on you and not allowing you to maybe use that button for Google Now or Google Assistant? You know, something that could actually be a bit more helpful to users. But no, Samsung would rather be a little user hostile. And, yeah. and force you into using this half-baked software uh, that they have. 
Also, I don't know Which if it's really half baked too. What? Yeah, I saw someone mention that on their Verizon model, at least, maybe they just didn't enable something properly, but they didn't have Bigsby Vision inside of their camera application. That's uh, weird. Yeah. <clears throat> is there any like idea floating around that the Verizon wasn't allowing Bigsby Vision? Can you hear my cat in the background? Meow. Is that coming through? Mm, barely. Barely. Oh, okay. Um, so I haven't heard that, but. When you and I were using, and I'll just try to pull it up here. When you and I were using the demo units mm-hmm. um, at the unpacked event, in the when you pulled open Bigsby, like the drawer, the, the the panel for Bigsby, or you hit the button up in the top right corner, there was like a settings button, and then there was supposed to be the little vision icon. And I don't have that on my phone. Like that little icon's gone. So the only way I actually have to get into Bigsby's camera is to open the camera app. And then in the bottom left, there's the little eyeball icon for Bigsby eye or whatever. That's the only way I can get there. So if somebody doesn't have that on the Verizon version, that's weird. Yeah. I don't have a little camera either. Yeah. So it used to be like up at the top right corner where that settings icon is, there was like Mm -hmm. a little, the little eyeball for the Bigsby eye thing. That's not there. And then the only way to get into it is to launch the camera. And then in the bottom left, there's the little eye that I can touch to get into it. So yeah, not only is Bigsby, does it not have the voice stuff? It seems like the camera stuff isn't even really integrated into the like Bigsby feed like it once was. You have to like go to the camera. It's it's really half baked. It's half baked, and I yeah. think Samsung knows that. And uh, people are people. I don't think they really care. <laughs> like falling wickets says Bigsby Vision on my Verizon, so it must good. be there. That person probably good. just couldn't find it because they probably were looking in the Bigsby thing, like I was. That's, that's possible. I'll have to report yeah. back to them. Yeah. Uh, Russ, uh, Tim. Uh, yes, I do know that the Don <laughs> is in my room. He's everywhere. He's yeah. always he's always watching. Yeah, I have multiple cutouts throughout my house, <laughs> just to remind me. <laughs> it really is like the ultimate party trick to have Don everywhere with you. He scares the hell out of me sometimes. Like if um, I'll move him around or something like that, I'll walk into a room and forget I put him there. He he's a large figure so he's I'm surprised the dogs don't just like freak out every time like if you move him i could see like dogs just being like there's a dude i'm gonna go bite his head off <laughs> they uh they used to not care for him much but now they've grown to just accept him I, i'm not gonna say anything else but i have plenty <laughs> to say there um all right, so yeah, Bigsby. Um, I know you guys are talking a little bit about it, but uh, I, I haven't really used it much. Um, I do have it set up, and I turned off half the stuff in it. Uh, I do have like the tre- the Twitter trending in it, which is kind of handy. Facebook mm-hmm. trending. There's some new stuff. For the most part, though, I don't. <clears throat> you know, I'm a Google user, so like assistance on the phone, I just use that uh, for reminders, my calendar, all that stuff. Now I have now. I before the update I didn't remap it because I was like, well, I'm reviewing this. I should probably get in on some. Meow. My cat is just—he's going crazy. It's all right. I can barely hear him. I wonder dude. if he's like locked in somewhere. No, I saw him go down the stairs. That's oh, Rogers, yeah. Running, so. yeah. No, it, it's Batum that's, that's doing that. I haven't seen Batum. <laughs> it almost sounds like he's locked in somewhere. Oh, he stopped. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, I was you know fully testing Bigsby. I didn't want to remap the button, so I didn't even do it beforehand. But uh, I don't. I haven't found myself needing to use it. 
Uh, and I went ahead and put a shortcut to the Google app on my home screen so I can access Google now because that's just what I want to use. So I don't, you know, Bixby, I think it's one of those things that's going to be hard for Samsung to really get anyone excited about until that voice stuff arrives. And looking at how half-baked this is now, I don't know that I have a whole lot of faith in the voice stuff being great, but it could prove me wrong. Yeah, I mean, well, Samsung's just doing Samsung. You know, it's it's kind of hard for me to go out of my way, you know, to test Bigsby and all that. I mean, especially with no voice, right? Uh, it sort of makes it useless, I think. <laughs> right, so, like that's the feature. And right yeah. now, it's basically just blink feed slash flipboard. Like, it's not... And, and it's terrible. Like, it, yeah, like you said, it'll show you your trending stuff on Twitter and Facebook, but, like, none of that crap I even care about. So <laughs> it's just whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And how it shows you, it'll show you pictures from your gallery that you've taken that day or something like I just some of the news stories it shows are somewhat relevant, I guess, to what I like. But I don't know. For the most part, it's just sort of blah. I don't know. Yeah, I think if you do, if if you don't know any better and you get a Galaxy S8 and you don't know the, know the Google Now exists and things like sure. that, I could see where you'd be like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's like a recap of my day and there's my calendar. I get it. We're just... That's not what we do on Droid Life. Like we do a lot of Google stuff and we like tweaking things and we like making things our own, which is why when Samsung kills the back end part of Bixby remapping, like that pisses us off over, you know, Bixby actually being a thing. That's yeah. just who we are. Uh, Richard says, you know, once we find root, uh, we can hopefully enable the remap. And like, that's one thing. Like I don't, you shouldn't have to root your device uh, in order to remap a, a hardware button, at least in my opinion, right? Because it did work before. So the fact right. that it did work, Samsung killed it, and then we would have to talk about rooting our phones when that's something we people, I feel like, hardly ever do anymore. That sucks. Yeah, I don't. That's not one of the things I think about when I get a new phone is when somebody takes features away from me, I need to root to get them back. <clears throat> because then to, I know we used to think along those lines all the time. Yeah. I don't want to have to do that anymore, and especially with this phone. I just, I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. Anyways, the Bigsby thing is not the worst thing on the planet. I'm not going to not buy the phone because <laughs> no, yeah. it, the only thing that really frustrates me, and I'm probably going to download a package disabler once I'm done reviewing this thing and kill Bigsby completely because I don't want to push that button and have it launch Bigsby. Like I'd rather just do nothing. If, it, if I can't remap it, I'd rather just shut it off. And there's so far, I haven't seen a way to actually fully shut off Big Speed. Like, you can turn off yeah, the panel. Disable it. Yeah, but you can't. Like, I went into, like, you know, the app manager, and there you can't disable it. Yeah. So there's no way to turn it off, which I think is, if you're not going to let me change that button, you should let me turn it off. I mean, we're talking legitimately, like, that's an issue. If somebody does mistakenly press that button, and it just opens up Big Speed, that's not, you know, you could reveal personal information, whatever. So not really a big fan of that. Not a bit, not a big fan. All right. So uh, anyways, just in general, Tim and I do have the phones now. Uh, we talked a little bit about last week, how we're not in the, the early embargo review group. So there's been some reviews out on, was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. So we obviously weren't in that wave. We're in it now. <clears throat> we're, we're in it now. Obviously, like really in it now. We've got unboxing videos up. First 10 things to do with your phone videos up. Tim's looked at a bunch of cases for those of you that are interested in cases. <laughs> so many so cases. So we're, we're just rolling this out. We started a Galaxy S8 guide that we're going to help bring you guys tips and tricks and things like that. We'll have a tips and tricks video soon. Our reviews will be up next week more than likely. So yeah, we're... <laughs> 
we're ready. And I know a lot of you are getting this phone and we're all kind of learning together, which is actually kind of fun. Some of the, some of the times when we get those early units and we ha- we're under embargo and then we post a review, while we appreciate that access, sometimes it is fun like this, where it's like we get the stuff and everyone, Tim and I and all of you guys, we all just kind of like dive in together and start figuring all this stuff out in real time. I think it's kind of fun. And so that's kind of what we're doing right now. So if you're on the site, there's a lot of Galaxy S8 stuff. Um, I hope you don't get too sick of it, but we're, we're there's a lot of stuff to talk about. We want to make sure it's all out there. These are just huge, huge phones. And we know a lot of you own Pixels and you're not going to get rid of those. And I don't blame you. Pixel phones are still amazing. But the Galaxy S8 is the photo is the phone of the moment, and it's a really big one. So we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about it. We're gonna ride the wave. <laughs> right now, get them page views. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. So Tim and I have it. You got any first impressions since the unpacked? Like you, you've kind of had both this week. You have an S8 that Samsung was actually kind enough to send us. Yes. Um, and then now you have an S8 plus from T-Mobile. And then I just have the regular S8, but you've had both like, Oh, I'm, give it to us. Yeah. I'm, I'm swimming in S8s. Um, so I'm going to limit, uh, you know, what I think, uh, just to the S8 plus, cause I'll be handling, you know, really, mm, that's my thoughts on it. Um, so I did have the S8 last week, this week. What was it? Yeah, today's Friday. So I got it on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday morning. Yeah. So anyway, I got the phone. and um, But then a day later, got the S8 Plus. I will say, you know, there is, while both phones, even the 6, 8 Plus is manageable with its 6.2 inch display, it is so much bigger feeling in hand over the S8. Uh, the S8 just feels incredibly good um everywhere you know i've heard a couple of people say oh uh the display feels slimy or slippery or something like no dude this this phone the glass on it feels better than probably any other glass i've ever experienced and 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 same goes with the sa plus um the camera from the pictures i've taken is phenomenal of course the display looks great uh I've used the external speaker a bit watching videos. It sounds good. It's actually not too quiet um, like previous external speakers for the Galaxy S devices I've used. 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. Samsung lacks courage. Thank God. And it's on the bottom. It's on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the fingerprint reader. Oh, man. Worst. So not only is the placement bad, but the actual reader itself is crap. It's uh, bad. Yeah, when you're when you're going to set it up, you have to tap on that thing a billion times, but and it'll tell you. Bunch. Yeah, it airs way too much. It's bad. It's real bad. So I we'll have. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk more about it. But I've just basically disabled it. I don't even use it. Um, I just use the facial recognition, which seems to work pretty well. Um, given the lighting, uh, if it's super dark, it won't work very well. Or if I'm wearing my glasses or I'm wearing a hat, it doesn't really want to work too well. So basically. I should probably have it re-recognize my face while I'm wearing a hat and glasses because I feel like I... Actually, yeah. Yeah. So either way, facial recognition plus, you know, just being able to um, long press on that home button while the display is off and then just using my pin or uh, pattern, that works just fine too. Like, I'm not going to reach over to this fingerprint reader in the worst possible spot and use that. I'm not going to give Samsung the satisfaction of me struggling to unlock my phone. I refuse. Um, it is a struggle. Other than that, you know, I've got a couple of girlfriend impressions. She says the S8 uh, feels great in hand, uh, really good size. 
She loves the, the Infinity Display S8 Plus. Too big for her. She's got she's got tiny little hands. Uh, it's just it's too big for her. So overall impressions, man. I have to say, best Android phone ever to come out. I think it's better. I think the experience is better than the Pixel. Some of the animations that Samsung has built into TouchWiz look phenomenal. The edge lighting is freaking sick. I just, I really like a lot of things about it. There's, of course, little things I don't like. Don't get me wrong. But overall, it's feature-packed. And it's just, there's a lot of good stuff to like, man. And not as much stuff to to dislike. So, there it is. You heard it here first. (laughs) Best phone ever. Best phone ever. Definitely the best uh... Galaxy phone ever. At least, like, you know, I can clarify a little bit. Like, definitely best Galaxy phone ever. Best phone Samsung has ever released. And and I would argue that it might be the best Android phone uh, as well. I will say there is a, there is a lot to like here. Um, so yeah, I have the, the little guy, the little guy. The little We're talking about this earlier. Five. So this, yeah, this phone has a 5.8 inch display and there's little. people that are jumping to the plus. And uh, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't know why. Like this phone has a bigger display than, it has a bigger display than the Note 7, yet it's like this big. And people are like, no, I need bigger. Like people are jumping to the plus. Like, do you just like giant things in your hand all the time? I don't get it. Cause like Samsung gave you a 5.8 inch display in a small body, and people are still like, no, I need that big guy. Some people just like really big phones. I get it. But this is like exactly what I want a phone that fits in one hand and has a giant display. Like I always complained about the big phones with big displays because they had giant bezel and all this crap. And like, I couldn't use it with like, I needed three hands. This thing is like a one handed phone with almost, almost six inch display, which is just nuts. So yeah, I've got this orchid gray color, by the way, also it's nice. It's a sick color. It is. Um, But yeah, the camera, fire up the camera it just fires up and you just snap it's it's one of those things and i know samsung phones tend to slow down with age but when you first fire up this phone and open the camera and you just start tapping the shutter button it's so fast you almost can't tell that it's taking some pictures like you kind of just go wait did did you just take a picture and it <laughs> usually has um so that's great uh i you know we, we'll talk more about the fingerprint reader but uh i will say that well the home button thing this thing's awesome. There's like pressure sensitive home button. I wrote up a whole thing on it today. I'm like cheesing out on it, but <laughs> it's actually really cool. And I know it's, it's like got one use basically when it's like the phone's locked or when you're in a full screen app and you just press on that area and give it a little extra push and it just takes you back home. But it's just a cool implementation. <laughs> I will say that I don't know that I agree with you on the software. I think the software is janky as hell. Like what? things jitter and they don't scroll smoothly. And I don't know how many times like I opened Bigsby and it just sits there and has to like refresh. And why are you opening Bigsby? <laughs> That's well, the I don't know. I mean, I am supposed yeah, to be reviewing this, but it's not even just that. Like I just feel like in between apps, there's just hangups. I don't know. I I don't think the software is, it seems like it needs a good patch or two. I did just get an update. Maybe it's, it's all yeah. super smooth and buttery now, but um, even like opening the app drawer and stuff. So the, the software I hope gets much better because the software right now, I think is pretty much garbage. That's so interesting. I've, I've had a completely 180 and, experience. And like, like, 
Like, look at like iOS in and out zoomy things. I got to turn that animation crap all off. I think opening the app drawer is fine. Opening the little folders is fine. I haven't really experienced any jank. And typically I'm like the first one to complain about that stuff. So I definitely see stutters in a lot of stuff, but I did just get an update. So, I mean, it's like, like I just had Chrome open. It was like scrolling and I hit home and there's like this stutter right before it fully minimizes back to, you got to download Firefox. Like I'm just like, it's a, it's a Snapdragon 835 and it's supposed to be the top of the line. Best of the best. I shouldn't see any of those stutters and i definitely see them i feel like regularly i don't know that it's enough stuff where i'm like oh my god the performance is the worst thing i've ever seen (laughs) it's just these little things like this is a this is a 750 phone i don't want to see any stuttering whatsoever yeah i mean like i said there are little minor inconsistencies with the software um that yeah i've got a running list yeah i know great (laughs) how terrible the software is. it's gonna be really fun but overall, and everyone's going to go just install a launcher and it'll fix it. That's what everyone <laughs> say. Overall, I think to me, at least it's the, the best iteration of touch with Samsung has put out. I, I'm sorry that you're having lag and jank, but I haven't had any of those problems. Like I've been nothing but surprised and shocked at how good my experience has been. Like for the first time, I'm like, wow, touch with you're amazing. Like, I don't know why that is, but it's just, it, it, it is what it is. I love that the app drawer I can slide out, uh, down and up uh, to open it. Like I just, there's like little things that I really appreciate. See, and I hate that so much because if I swipe up, then I want to swipe up again to scroll, and it closes the thing. <laughs> so I have to swipe up, and then I have to change directions and swipe sideways, and it's paginated, so I have to go swipe, 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 swipe. It, like it, there's all these little software things that I think like. I just want to slap whoever the UX designer is for Samsung phones because what the hell? I showed you this the other day, but like, look at this. I have two items in this folder and it takes up an entire screen. Like, no, it should be a tiny little folder because there's only two. And then if I put more shit in it, then it will grow and be big like every other Android phone. Like, why is it a giant ass full screen folder for two apps? It doesn't need to be nitpick. (laughs) That's not even nitpicking. This is like a legitimate thing. They could change that. They won't. Their folder situation's always been <laughs> it's really always been bad. The worst, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't do know. like I do like some stuff, obviously. Like Samsung's do like their stuff. blue light filter, like they're always on display stuff. The stuff they've done, like I said, with the home button. There's a lot to like. There's just all these really little things that they do throughout their UI that drive me insane. And it's been like that for a long time. This one just for some reason, it's all really standing out to me. Mm. It does have on-screen navigation buttons, which I love. Under the display settings, um, have you turned on the edge lighting for under the edge screen? Uh-uh. Oh, it's so hot. Do it, man. It's so Who good. puts their phone face down, though? I don't do that. No, nobody. So that's the thing. So when you have when you have it on and up facing on the backside, the whole, the edge, the entire edge will light up and you'll get this awesome animation. It's great. Don't, don't you have to have your phone face down for it to do that? It used to be, right? It used to be, yes, but not anymore. Oh. Yeah, it's it's it's, oh, quite, it's coming back right now. Oh, it's coming. And it's quite Yeah, you awesome. used to have to have your phone face down and I always was like, who does that? Who does that? Yeah, nobody. So then once you have it um once you turn on edge lighting and then click to always under manage notifications just do all available apps and uh, the next time you get a notification you'll see this glorious light 
go around the edge of the uh, the uh, display. Looks great. I don't even see where to turn that on because there's probably like eight thousand settings I have to do to find that. Oh, maybe. Sorry, I'm in the edge panel settings, and it's like, nope. Oh, there we go. I had to go back. Oh, edge lighting. So, how many Just people are saying uh, we're getting paid in the comments section here? People are saying I'm complaining about dumb stuff. I'm sorry. This this isn't like, like these are just terrible software UX ideas that make zero sense for anyone who's used an Android phone. Yeah, I wish. Uh, so Kyle just says, thanks for noticing the software issues, Kellen. About time more reviewers start talking about it. Man, if you guys have like real problems or something like that, feel free to email us. You know, that way we can try and uh, I would love to sort of do those myself and try and see if I can have problems because that's, you know, something we can report on and then send that feedback to Samsung and try and get it fixed. Like that stuff is important for us to hear about. So if you have a problem, email us tips at droid life.com and try and see if we can recreate the problem. It's important. This community, it's all about communication guys. For sure. And again, I, I do really like this phone. I think, I think it's one of those phones. Like the hardware is so good that I'm dealing with like the little software things I'm complaining about. But, but look also once I'm done reviewing, this won't have Samsung's terrible launcher on it and Bixby will be hidden and then I'll make it my own phone and that'll be great. And then all those things I'm complaining about, I'll turn the animations off and all that crap. And then it'll be really fast. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. emoji situation on this phone is uh, oh, Samsung's emoji are pretty much there. It's a war crime. How bad? I don't are. even know what they are. They're like some of them. I look at them and I go, I think that's the one I want. Yeah, like the tonguey face. Like, oh. That does not look yeah. like a tonguey face. It looks kind of like he's kissing. So I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, if you could switch those, like if Samsung allowed you to switch between <laughs> Samsung's and Google's emoji, I would choose Google's every time. City in the chat says it's not called TouchWiz anymore. It's always going to be TouchWiz. Oh, it's TouchWiz. It's TouchWiz forever. They can't change them. What is they call it now? Essential? Like the Samsung experience. They're calling it the Samsung experience, the actual software version. Yeah, and then I think other people call it Grace UI, which is oh, the UI over no. top of the Samsung experience. It's touch It's, touch it's, yeah. touch it's forever touch All right. Anyways, let's, let's move on a little bit. So, I mean, those are general thoughts. Camera, have you used the camera much? Is it next level greatest camera ever? Better than Pixel? I mean, know I, it's it's a slightly newer sensor, I believe, than last year's. Right. I feel like but it's same twelve. It's either depending on the situation, it's either right on par with the pixel or above the pixel. It's. I mean, yeah. there's it right. It's right. Newer. And there's no way the pixel is better uh, by any means. I will say the video stabilization on the pixel does seem a tad bit better than on the Galaxy S8, but the Galaxy S8 still does have awesome video stabilization, just like mm-hmm. the pixel. So don't know whether they kanged that. Uh, from Google or something like that, but it it has good video stabilization. They did, they did tweak something there to make it better. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about the, let's talk about the fingerprint reader. Oh, okay. The fingerprint reader. Yeah, it's funny because you wrote up <laughs> long ago. Like this is the worst thing ever, and it, it's not often that we write something like way ahead of time and then it becomes worse than what we even imagined. <laughs> yeah. This fingerprint reader is worse than I imagined. So it, uh, it's the placement's bad for one. Although I've I've start I've started to be able to find it a little bit when it's in my right hand. If it's in my left hand, I can't even get my finger in that direction. Like I have to go and like try to touch it. Um, 
but it doesn't read very well, which I think is the big problem. So you can use it like you don't have to hit a button. It's kind of capacitive. Like you can put your finger on there without touching any buttons, but it doesn't give you any sense that you've got it right. If you get it wrong, I think it kind of maybe buzzes at you. But you know how like other capacitive pads like on OnePlus, HTC phones, even the Pixel phones, they give you like a little vibrate. Like they go, you got it right. I'm going to unlock your phone now. This one doesn't do that. It doesn't do any sort of... So it's tough to know what's going on there. But I'm like you. Like when I was setting it up, it was like erroring out as it was reading my finger. It took way too long. So yeah, I just use the smart lock at home and use press the button down there. Sometimes I use the facial stuff, but yeah, the fingerprint reader is just a mess. It's it's a mess. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, it's I would take other implementations of fingerprint reading technology. Like I would take a swiping thing back over what this is. This is it's really bad. You really need to make sure that your whole finger covers the entirety of the sensor. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it'll just vibrate. Which on. is hard to do when it's in this weird spot, right? It is, especially it's on the SA Plus. I mean, like, I really have to do the shimmy and get my finger up there to cover it all the way and then re-shimmy back to how I need to hold the phone. It's it's a real pain. However, That's the on- other thing about that that positioning. When you when you yeah. use, when you go from a small phone to a big phone, that this position moves and becomes more out of reach. When it was on the chin, it's always in the same spot, no matter what size phone. And when it's in the middle, your phone, your finger can always kind of get to the middle. Um, but when you put it up there by the camera for that balance, like you go from small to big and it actually moves that spot. It's just a bad, bad idea. It's frustrating. I will say though, the uh, haptic feedback, the the little motor that they got inside here, it, it feels great. Um, good haptic feedback. I know a lot of people care about that type of stuff. I see people on Twitter all the time like, oh, the G6 has bad haptic feedback or blah, blah, blah. S8, really good haptic feedback. Feels good when it vibrates. Yeah, it does feel fairly good. Feels premium to me. Sorry, I'm just pressing buttons. Um, yeah, I had to uh, to turn the uh, vibration <laughs> motor down because it was kind of nuts. It was like vibrating oh, my really? entire... Yeah, no, my, my, I think mine's set on like medium or something. Feels great. <laughs> yeah, I had to turn it down a little bit. Why is that? Not, whatever. Poor Kelly, you've, you've just been having a rough time with the S8. It's not even that. Like the, the stuff I'm complaining about does seem small. I'm just it, it, this is a seven hundred fifty dollar phone that is supposed to be the best in the world, and the software just has all these annoying things with it. Like I like I'm at home right now, and smart lock should be enabled. And I, now it's asking me for my pattern. Like, I'm on mm. my home Wi-Fi. I'm here. That's an issue. <laughs> people people really hating on my Trump cutout. I'll just move them for you guys. I don't want you guys being upset about it. <laughs> yeah, just know that this is not like a Trump endorsement. We just think it's funny. Like, we just think it's funny that Tim has a Trump cutout. <laughs> God. Yeah, like, not- it, like it's, just a, it's just a joke. No, this is not like us showing support or hate. Like, we just think it's funny that there's like a giant Trump cutout. But uh, now I like how his arms just. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, hey, well he's, I'm he's still so, here, Tim. He's so darn big, dude. I'm it's so uh, big, I'm still here. He takes takes up the whole doorway. Anyway, moving on. I I just don't want people being upset about like, <laughs> like a cardboard cutout. So, <laughs> uh, all right. So earbuds. Uh, EKG earbuds are in the box. They are uh, in all con- the boxes. I'm sorry. It was my mistake. Damn, let it go. That earlier <laughs> in the week. 
Uh, but I, no, I just wanted to point out that uh, the guys at Pocket Now did this whole write up. Um, they did like an entire video or write up or something about it, the AKG earbuds and how they were like the best accessory in a phone ever, or something like that. I, I haven't like tested them myself, so I'm I don't using know them that. Right but, now. but when they did that, um, Samsung like reached out and was like, you know, those aren't actually AKG earbuds. They're just Samsung buds tuned by AKG. And uh, Pocket Now was like, oh, really? I thought they were AKG earbuds. Um, so they did this whole like additional sort of follow-up video to it. And they showed like clips of Samsung on stage during the Unpacked event saying, we're including AKG earbuds, like made by AKG is what they basically said on stage. And so they're like, well, that's kind of misleading Samsung. Like it said, it doesn't say Samsung on them. It says AKG. Like they are, should be AKG earbuds. They're not. They're just like regular old Samsung earbuds that have been tuned by AKG, which is a company Samsung owns. I get that, but I'm not going to lie. It is a little misleading. Like they're not actually AKG earbuds. They're just Samsung. So I used them last night. They do actually sound pretty good. I thought. Yeah, they sound fine. I've been using them all week, and uh, they're fine. I also have been using those uh, level-on Bluetooth headphones that uh, Samsung sent in that box, and those are pretty good, too. Although, um, someone mentioned that the volume can be low uh, with the Bluetooth on the S8, and I, I also found that to be rather true. I was in a metal band for a few years, and my ears are totally shot, so if I can't turn something up to, like, 11, I can't hear it. <laughs> so... Uh, the Bluetooth volume, not as loud as I would like it. Uh, but mm. these AKG buds right in the ear, I mean, they seem fine, clear enough. I mean, it's definitely not like, they're not like beats or anything. Like, there's not an overwhelming amount of bass or, you know, if anything, there's more mids and highs than the lows. So, some people like that. I'm more of like a dubstep, bass-heavy <laughs> kind of guy where I need, like, my brain to be vibrating, so... That's just me. Yeah, I thought I thought they were fine. I mean, it's nice that they're in there and somebody specially tuned them. But AKG, they uh, they're not like one hundred and fifty dollars special AKG earbuds. They're Samsung earbuds tuned by AKG. Yeah, they're not amazing, but they're not bad. I mean, they come yeah, in no, the I box mean, in, so. in box buds. Like they're totally fine. Yeah, that's totally that's great. Whoop whoop whoop. Yeah. So uh, just wanted to throw that out there really quick. Uh, speaking of music, though. Uh, Samsung and Google announced today that Google Play Music is the default <laughs> music player on the uh, on both phones. So, and actually, going forward, right, like all Samsung phones will flip to default of Google Play Music, which is great. I, I never figured out why all these phones have a separate music player. There's not many left that do, but I think Samsung might have been one. Uh, have you ever used anything like how many years have it been since you use another? another like music player where you actually had to load your own collection on uh that would have been froyo i think back with like the stock android music player it was like a blue speaker icon that would have been the last time so like nexus s i guess something like that i know there's people that still you know manage like their own personal music collection and they probably do move it from phone to phone nerds i just haven't done that in a while and it sounds like hell like i feel bad for people that are doing that but they also i know people have higher quality audio files and things like that i totally get it but or though samsung is using google play music which is awesome it's not a now we don't have two music apps for no reason all that stuff they announced that today we i don't think anyone actually knew that uh, until today, which is something. 
Yeah. Um, Umar was asking what you and I were using as daily drivers before the S8. Oh, uh, well, I was just testing the Moto G5 Plus. So I had that and I reviewed that. Totally fine phone if your budget's small. We'll talk more about it later if we get to it. But I was using that. And before that, I was using the G6. Um, and then in between those, it's just a regular Pixel is what I use. Nice. Yeah, same here, basically. I was using the G6 and the Huawei P10. That's it for me. Yeah. We, it's tough for us to... Uh, we've talked about this every once in a while. Like, it's tough for you and I to settle into a phone because yeah. we're constantly in between something else. Like With just the two of us, like we're almost always reviewing something, especially right now, right? Like, there's a new phone coming out every couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, so when I just sort of settle in and take a break <clears throat> i've been on pixel probably for well basically since it was it came out it's kind of the phone i come back to mm. but i would imagine it's going to be this for like this is it's an important phone and once we get done reviewing it i imagine i'm still going to use this and then i'm oh, going to yeah. set it up my own way and use it uh and then uh probably up until well we'll review other stuff in between and there's always a chance something could take this out of my hand to be really awesome. Like could be the Moto Z2 could be awesome. Uh, or it's probably just going to be the note eight. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. And then it'll probably be the pixel two after that. I mean, that's just what I'm envisioning happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what about battery life? So this phone has same size batteries last year's S seven, but that one, the plus drops down to 3,500 milliamp hour versus 36 from the S seven edge. It's battery was- life and okay. Yeah, I was getting a really good battery life on the S8. I was getting through a solid day, like, no problem whatsoever. Um, Right now, I'm rocking 84%, and I took it off the charger at 7.30 a.m., and it's now almost 2 p.m. So at 84%, I'm checking out my screen on time. Uh, Screen on time is mm, 33 minutes, (laughs) so I barely use the phone at all, and... uh, and you've dropped like 20%. Yeah, I've dropped like 20 some odd percent. But I, I feel like it really was, bad. I was using the phone for something. Well, I think I was taking some videos. So while I haven't been having the display on very much, um, I haven't been using the phone like uh, for the camera and video. And so when you're doing the video, uh, that eats up your juice quite a bit when it's in QHD. So that must be it. Been off the charger for six hours. And on time and i am at 67 percent. Mm. which also doesn't really seem very good i will say that yesterday though i had, but i had like four hours of screen on time and it finally it like i think it was like 8 39 o'clock it got down to like eight percent mm. um so that was a uh that's actually not very good either that's like 12 hours <laughs> Yeah, I mean, on the S8, I felt like I was having real good battery life, um, but I've only had the S8, like, really up and running uh, for today. So, like, today is, like, my first actual day of testing. And, well, I mean, so, it's, again, it's it's hard for me, right? Because it's already 2 p.m., I'm at the high 70%, and what am I going to do after I'm done with work, right? Like I don't, it's Friday, so I may go out or something, but for me, I'll have enough juice to go out and come back. Like, so for my average day, it'll get me through a day just fine, but um, hard to say. It'll get, take me a few more days to give you a better, better answer. Yeah. My, my sort of initial reaction is that it's probably just average. So yeah. yesterday I, had, I went 13 hours, had four hours of screen on time and I had 9% left. So, at night 
it's not terrible, right? It's not getting me to the next day, but that's getting me close to bedtime. So it's two o'clock right now and I'm at 67%. I'll probably be fine. But yeah, by nine o'clock, I'm imagining, depending on how hard I use this thing, that it's going to be about dead. So I would say that's average. It's not G5 plus battery life, but that's about what I was getting on the G6 too. It was about 13, 14 hours. So pretty average. And I have this thing running at 1080. I I didn't jump the screen up to quad HD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I could, but I just, I don't, quad HD doesn't really mean much to me. I use a regular pixel, which is 1080. So gross. (laughs) I know. I don't don't think I need the quad HD and I'm like old, probably half blind. I probably like the bigger stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) You put on easy mode. <laughs> you just... Run an easy mode. Yeah, review it. Everyone's like, uh, you just reviewed that? Do you know you're on easy mode? That would be really funny. That'd be really good. Actually, if we oh, found see... a review out there where somebody reviewed it with easy mode the whole time, it was like, this phone's terrible. Yeah, the next April Fools, that's on a weekday. Uh, we should post a review of easy mode. Just straight up easy mode. Do a that whole fancy really video and all that. That'd be great. <laughs> I love George the easy said, access. Resolution doesn't affect battery life. I yeah, assume it might, but it probably really shouldn't. In the end, it's all the same thing, right? It's all the yeah. same display. So P- pushing all those pixels takes power, though, man. <laughs> it does. Uh, let's see. So, oh, we are giving away a bunch of cases. We haven't talked about that, right? We Tim got did a, a video of overview cases. of a whole bunch of cases, wrote them up, and he's giving them away. It's like forty, at least forty cases or something. Like that. Forty-two, I think, to be exact. Yeah, so we got a whole bunch of cases from Spigen. Basically, any case that Spigen makes for the S8 or SA Plus, we have. Yeah, we got cases from VRS Design, Bodyguards, a whole bunch of great cases. So if you want that, um, check out the site or check out that our latest like the case video. You'll find a link to a Google form. Just put in your name, address, what phone you want a case for, and I'll send it to you if you win. Uh, of course, more than 42 people are entering, so we're just randomly going to choose on a, on Monday. Yeah, so, we're probably not even going to contact you. We're probably just going to send nope. you a case. You won't so, get contact. You won't hear so, from so me. So make sure you put in which specific phone you have, S8 or S8 Plus, because that's how what we're going to send you. And you're just going to get it. The thing is just going to arrive in the mail. It's going to be a random case. It's going to be a mystery package from me. And uh, it's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> I don't have any stickers, though. Like If I had deal stickers, I'd throw those in there, but don't have any deal stickers. I'm working on it. <laughs> Here's another thing that bugs me. Okay. I'm going to keep complaining about software issues, but when you get always on display and you get a notification, you can long press on the little short icons and it tries to open the app. But if you have a secure lock screen, it just opens you to a blank screen and it says swipe up on the screen. And it's like, why do I have to swipe up on the screen? I just told you I wanted to open that. Do I really need to do an extra swipe? I know. <clears throat> what it's the a, hell? It's little things, you know, these are like the little things that shouldn't be there, though. Eh. That's terrible. All right, I'll stop complaining about software. I'm testing. Could get better. It's not going to get better. It could get better. Give it time. The hardware makes cases. up for that stuff. The I think, nice. especially the little guy. Like you just hold this thing. Oh, it's... I handed it handed it to wife the other day. I was like, "What do you think?" You do the girlfriend test. I do the wife test, right? Handed to her and I was like, what do you think? And she goes, this is really heavy. And I hadn't really thought of that, but it has a nice weight to it. Mm-hmm. Super premium. 
yeah like the pixel which is what she uses definitely feels lighter i don't know if it actually is it feels like the the g6 is kind of a tank so it's definitely got some good weight to it but that was like the first thing she said she was like the essay she's like it's kind of heavy and i was like but yeah dude it just it fits in your hand i've been holding it this whole time we're doing the show i'm just like kind of shaking it around like this yeah essay plus yeah well-built phone for sure a little bigger um, I was in T-Mobile yesterday to pick up a SIM. Uh, surprisingly, no one knew who I was, <laughs> but that's totally fine. That's typical. Um, but there were so many people in there picking up Galaxy S8 and S8 Pluses. Man, I was I was blown away. And I talked like to the rep. Them on the spot or did they have them like sent to the store? What yeah, they, they were like, like picking up pre-orders apparently. And um, people okay. were just flooding in. And I was like, oh, this is like a popular phone. Yeah, and she brought up she said oh, it's a she really, really asked her that yeah That's and so she funny. she brought up the note 7 she's like well you know because of the note 7 blowing up a lot of people have been waiting for the next big samsung device and and it's here and i was like wow okay that's a Which great is so thing. funny that you say that you're like yeah. after their f- previous phone blew up they've been <laughs> waiting for that next one you know, like, really excited it's crazy so yeah has that if you guys ever spot me in t-mobile let me like you've been using both of these phones for like a week. Have you once gone? I wonder if this thing's gonna catch on fire. Not even once. I I I threw it on an IKEA wireless charger for a video, and someone was like, "Aren't you scared that your phone's gonna like explode?" And I was like, "No, dude. If it does, I've got a lawsuit, and I'm a millionaire, so I'm not even worried yeah. about it." <laughs> I mean, yeah, please blow up. Yeah, please. Especially if yeah. I do it while on camera, it's gonna be great. That would be awesome. Oh, so you many have views. to catch it on camera. So many views. That's funny though. Yeah. That's funny that that was how she explained it to you. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else bought a bomb and now they're like, give me the next bomb. Yep. Bomb, please. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Black chargers. We haven't even talked about black chargers. How many of you were excited <laughs> that they had a black cable and a black charger? I guess it's pretty <clears throat> cool. I'm just so used yeah, to I don't, the I don't white. Really care. Yeah. I'm so used to the white ones, but uh, yeah. that doesn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have a really a reaction to it. I know a lot of people were really excited about it. I wasn't phased by it. <laughs> no, I don't think I really was either. I do think the charging on the phone seems quicker than some other phones I've had in the past. Charges definitely, pretty fast. Yeah, faster than the G6. Mm-hmm. I can tell you definitely that. Definitely faster than the G6. I would say faster than the Pixel. Oh, yeah. Nothing nothing touches the OnePlus 3T. That thing's just insanely fast. With but I would say... charging? Yeah, but I'd say really fast charging on this. I haven't tried wireless fast charging, but so far really nice. Other than that, not much else to say. I mean, if you don't have one, go pick one up because you're missing out, at least in my opinion. But um, we'll see. The reviews are coming next week. So just prepare yourselves. Yeah, if you're waiting for those reviews, uh, they're we'll, coming. Uh, yeah, they'll be, out, they'll be out next week. So not too, not too long. Otherwise, everyone has like, it's a cool weekend because everyone gets their brand new phone today that pre-ordered or yesterday. It's awesome. They uh, get all weekend to just like dive in what? and play with the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me sometimes wishes I could just step away for like six months so that I could get the new next big thing and be super excited to like just have a new toy. Either way, it's still a new toy that we got to play with. Yeah. All right. So should we talk about some other stuff then? Uh, yeah. I'd love to talk about some other stuff. All right. So Tim reviewed the Huawei Watch 2, the Watch 2. 
And uh, what, do you, what do you have to say about the Huawei Watch? Which is available now, right? In the U.S. You yeah. can go buy this thing at Best Buy if you want. Yeah, it's available now. Uh, what I can tell you is that I'm not wearing it right now, which um, it tells you one thing. Like, I, I don't really? like it at all. Um, so everyone maybe knows that I was a big fan of the original Huawei Watch. I still got one sitting on my desk, the uh, all rose gold option. Borderline fanboy of the original. Yeah, borderline. Uh, just because you know, I really appreciated what they did. They they took a different approach from than what a lot of other companies were doing, and that it wasn't exactly a fitness device, right? It wasn't made for someone who's going on runs. You're not giving this an eight hundred dollar all rose gold option to the weekend warrior. You know, it's just not going to happen. That thing, that's awesome. Oh, it's so badass. Anyway, so I really appreciated that in the original Huawei watch. Now. The Huawei Watch 2 is a complete departure from that. It's completely made for the fitness guys. It's all plastic, no metal at all. All plastic, rubber bands. It's is just the fe- classic version metal, though. Yeah, the classic version okay. is metal. So, and that's like one of so my the arguments. Huawei Watch right? 2 classic, yeah. Yeah, so, and that's my argument. It's actually just called Huawei Watch Classic. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, it's not even 2 classic. Classic yeah. 2. Yeah, pretty sure there's no two for it. So it's just weird to me. I I would have made the Huawei Watch 2 be the classic and then just have like the Huawei Watch Sport or something like that to be this fitness thing. Yeah. Anyway, the materials, I mean, it's just not a watch for me, right? Because I'm, I'm definitely fashion focused in terms of like a watch, a timepiece. I don't need, you know, a sports thingy watch. like every other device is. It's a dime a dozen right now. Like you can go anywhere and buy a sports watch. So Huawei is trying to enter this already super saturated market with this thing that does which, not... Which Samsung and Apple are already dominating. Exactly. Uh, so it just, it makes no sense to me, this move. Um, they already had this like kind of premium sector inside the Android Wear kind of realm. Um, they were below, of course, Tag and now Movado and all these other companies. But they just had a classy timepiece that I think people appreciated. There's a lot of options to choose from. Uh, along even with the Moto 360 2nd Gen, there was just something for everyone. Now with the Huawei Watch, it you've got to be that one guy who like goes for runs and all this other crap, goes to the gym and wants to do your squats and your reps and all this stuff. I'm just not a fan. So, because I'm a super unactive dude, <laughs> like I don't if need you don't a sports do squats. Watch. Do not buy the Huawei <laughs> Watch too. Yeah. So. For someone who is into that stuff, sure, go for it. It's got your GPS, Android Wear 2.0. I mean, the performance is fine. Uh, but at the same time, I just I don't see it. Battery life mode where it lasts for a week or whatever. Three weeks, actually. Three so weeks. Yeah, three weeks. It'll kill every single functionality that a smartwatch should have. But hey, it'll last you three weeks. A $300 watch that lasts you three weeks. Not bad. It's not bad. So I'm waiting it, for the uh, classic, and then I can really... Yeah, the classic that. actually looks fairly nice. Uh, the one you reviewed, it does kind of just look like a cheap, like you said, dime a dozen sport smartwatch. Yeah. Not really doing it for me either. That's what it is, man. And they know that. They didn't know that. I, tell you, I was um, talking to Huawei, and I think they know. Um, and it is what it is, because I made it perfectly well, clear. Show, like The day before they, they announced U.S. availability was like, yeah, I don't know why anyone wants a smartwatch. Yeah. Okay. As we try and launch this in America, good luck, buddy. So it's unfortunate. And a lot of people, you know, I've actually never worn a Gear S3 from Samsung, but people say that's like the greatest smartwatch ever. So I've considered actually picking one up. I don't know why, but yeah, I can't though. I wouldn't use it because I do wear smartwatches for running. Mm. Uh, And that watch is like the worst ever because it only uses, I think like, 
Nike's app or something. And you can't load like Strava onto it, Garmin's app. No, like there aren't any other apps really. I think uh, Runtastic is maybe on it. I don't even think Runkeeper is, which is another big one. So that's the thing. <clears throat> there are like no apps, I don't think, for Samsung's gear watches. Somebody could prove me wrong there. But as far as running apps, none of the ones I use are on it, which is why I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But everyone, yeah, everyone that owns a Gear S3 is like, this thing's awesome. Yeah. Even though it's it's huge, big watch, but a lot of people really like, and I like the style of it for sure. Like it, both of them are nice looking watches, but uh, for me personally, I just can't because they don't have any of the running apps I use. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Samsung. Garmin thing. Yeah, yeah, they don't. So you're not saying everyone should run out and buy the Huawei Watch 2? Is that what you're getting at? Uh, by no means should I think anyone go out and buy the Huawei Watch 2. It does not have the Timoteo stamp of approval. Uh, sorry. It's too bad. Yeah. It's too bad. All right. So I reviewed the Moto G5 Plus and uh, mostly nice things to say. I will say we'll just get out of the way. It doesn't have NFC. It's <laughs> that's stupid. It should have NFC. I, it drives me nuts that the first thing people seem to cut these days, like how expensive are NFC chips? They cost like 80 bucks a piece to these suppliers. <laughs> I, I don't understand. So uh, like all the Android Wear 2.0 watches, right? They all came out like half of them don't have NFC. And you're just like, well, that's like part of the point of Android Wear 2.0 is NFC and payments. Anyway, Moto G5 Plus, they killed NFC out of it in the US. I don't know if the rest of the world it has NFC or not, but it doesn't in the US. So you can't use it for payments. And other than that, <clears throat> performance really great. Battery life actually is two-day battery life, similar to Moto Z Play, just a little bit under. So not the champ. Moto Z Play is still battery life champ. But this phone, like you know, I was talking about the Galaxy S8. How last night at nine o'clock, I was a four-hour screen on time. The thing was dead. Uh, Moto G5 Plus definitely into the next day, every single day, like consistently. Take it off the charger. I go to bed. It still has thirty percent. Use it a little bit the next day. So. <clears throat> Battery life is awesome. Uh, the phone is ridiculously ugly in the gold color way they have, but if you want it, just go with the silver and black. Do not buy the gold. Uh, camera's fine for a mid-range phone. Works on all the carriers. It's actually a really nice phone for a. Uh, well, if you buy it with Amazon ads, it's like 184 bucks. Think about that. You can get a phone that good for under 200 bucks. Sure, it has Amazon ads, but yeah. I like the Moto G5 Plus. I thought I reviewed every single Moto G phone, and I looked back, and I think like I skip every other one because you can only do so many mid-range phones, right? So the Moto G3, I think, was the last one we did, which was also a nice phone. Yeah. A lot of people asking about this red tint display issue on the S8. Like, yeah, we haven't both, talked about that at all, have we? Yeah, both of my models don't have any red tint or anything like that. I don't even know what... I have a red wallpaper, so that doesn't necessarily help. Or something early on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. I don't have a red tint on mine either. So, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> womp, womp. Uh, all right, so what else? Anyway, Moto G5 Plus, you can buy it now. It's It's been out for a while. Uh, this I just thought this was, I shouldn't say funny. I shouldn't laugh at other companies' expenses, right? But Verizon had a really terrible quarter. And uh, we haven't seen Verizon have really terrible quarters very often. But they uh, <clears throat> ignoring trends of the uh, industry clearly finally caught up to them. So a little backstory. Verizon used to uh, 
well, their previous CFO who retired at like the ripe age of like 40 or something for Anshamo, he used to say like, we're not changing. We're not doing rollover data. We're not doing, we're never doing unlimited ever again. Basically he said, no one needs it and all that stuff. And then he retired and their new CFO was like, Oh my God, we're about to like bubble pop and going to be crushed by everyone. I know they still have way more subscribers than everyone, but yeah, it hit them this quarter. So they were on pace to lose uh, almost 400,000 phone subscribers. I can't tell you the last time Verizon lost subscribers in a quarter. They always are like, yeah, we added 200,000, 405, a million, whatever. They always add subscribers. They lost 300,000 this quarter. And the only reason they didn't lose 400 was because they relaunched unlimited data. And it added like back another 100,000 to drop the number to 300, which is just crazy. So uh, I, I, I almost want to like give a thumbs up to the rest of the industry and to and like all the consumers out there that finally just said like, you know what, Verizon, you got a great network, but we're sick of paying like the prices and not having the options because it finally did like Verizon had to change because they were actually in a little bit of trouble. So like the consumers actually won for once. And again, I'm not trying to just hammer on Verizon. They do some nice things and I know they're an easy target, but like this is one of those things where like the industry changed and consumers said like, no, we actually like this change. And Verizon was like, no, you don't. And they actually did. <clears throat> so Verizon had to change. So bravo. Good job, consumers. Good job, consumers. Uh, let's see. Google Home this week got support for multiple users officially. How many users? You like six different people can talk to this thing now, right? Six. It's kind of cool, and it'll actually recognize and learn everyone's voice. Yeah, it's great. Just make sure you got the uh, updated Google Home app, and you can add your accounts and all that fun stuff. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. It's great. And can, it's specific too, right? Like, say my wife goes, "What's my calendar look like?" It'll pull up hers and not mine. It's very right? specific. Yes. I wonder if we'll ever be able to set a reminder on Google Home. No. Probably not. I can't. I, I try to do it almost every day and I keep forgetting that it doesn't support yeah. it. And it tells me and like, you're worthless. <laughs> what are well, you, you know doing? What really makes me mad is I'll say the thing, the words, right? Yep. And I'll try to be taught. I know it doesn't do it. And there's one right behind me. And so I'm looking like, not that looking at my phone means anything, right? But I'm like yeah. looking at my phone, like telling it like set reminder and the stupid home behind me takes over and goes, <laughs> I can't do that. And it doesn't even like pass it back to my phone. Yeah. It just goes, nope. So then I have to just hit the button on my phone and go set reminder. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just, it's one of those little tiny features. Like, come on, Google, how hard you just set up this magical tech that can recognize specific voices and you can't build in the option to add a reminder. Just ridiculous. Uh, speaking of Android Wear, Moto 360 second gen and Huawei watch original owners still have some time. Apparently they got to wait. Forget the fact that the Huawei watch was the test device for Android Wear 2.0. Still not ready. We're just, we're still working on it. Uh, this clearly seems like uh, we're not going to update it because we want you to buy the new watch thing, right? <clears throat> this uh, is like as obvious as it gets, right? I don't know, like dude. The Huawei watch was the test device for 2.0. And they're like, no, we got a, we got a new watch coming. Like no one's going to buy your wa- new watch because it's Android Wear 2.0. Get the- Anyway, uh, we were told end of April or late May. 
That's like the most unprecise timing I've ever heard. So it's either next week or no, you got to wait another month. <laughs> another month. Yeah. It's pretty so embarrassing. Yeah. And that's the Moto 360 second gen and Huawei watch. So as well as the Zen Watch 2, Zen Watch 3. There was a few other devices. Oh, yeah, there was a list. few other ones. But yeah, I mean, those are like the two big ones, right? The second gen and the Huawei watch. So yeah, it looks like they added the Watch Urbane second edition LTE also, which was also one of also the test, a test device. Yeah. That's just crazy. What the hell? Well, because LG has the Watch Sport and they need to sell that thing. They want you to buy that thing. That's just ridiculous. And they do too. All of this Urbane second edition thing, I've looked for it every once in a while and like you can't really buy it anywhere. Most places it's just sold out, I think, like Verizon ATT. Yikes. I don't know. A weird uh, rollout. I love drinking Clorox bleach wants to know. I wouldn't suggest drinking Clorox bleach, by the way, but uh, what do you guys think uh, is the best phone that has or is coming out in 2017? <laughs> well, let me just go to my magic eight ball here, my little crystal ball, and, yeah, and tell you what's coming out later. <laughs> I have no idea. I know so far, if we're talking about <laughs> just about, yeah, if we're talking about just about 2017, S8, man. <laughs> I like talking about what's released so far. Yeah. Saying S8. Yeah. So for 2017 so far, um, the S8. Uh, and again, I think uh, last week or the week before, I talked about how I felt really bad for LG. You know, LG kind of ditched modularity, went all this glass and metal. It's an awesome phone, the G6. G6 is a really good phone, yeah. It's a great phone. Samsung just comes in and straight like gut checks them out the door with the S8, dude. I'm telling you. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. I, I do feel bad for LG because they made a really, really, really good phone. And it's just not going to get the attention and the praise that it probably deserves because Samsung, you know, did this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not giving them excuses. I'm just saying like, yeah, I, feel, no. I feel a little bad. For It'd be tough to say what's going to be the best of the year because th- this obviously evolves as the year goes on, right? Right. Right now, yeah, like the, the S8 is probably leader. It's not in the clubhouse yet, but probably leading. Yeah. Not even on back nine yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Note 8, I, how could you not be excited about that? Note 8 will probably have like an embedded fingerprint reader under the home on-screen home button, which will be awesome. It might have a dual camera thing. So then LG's like really screwed. Um, but then look, like the new Pixel phones. Those are the phones that we typically gravitate towards at the end of every year. And we go, oh, my God, stock Android, we missed you so much, right? We spend all year using all these phones with skins. And then we get to the new version of Android and whatever phone Google puts out. And it's it's like the most refreshing thing ever. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand that. But then I think about hardware, right? So if um, HTC is making the, the Pixel 2, then I can't help but like lift these two phones up and think about the differences in, in sort of just overall design. I mean, to, it's night and day, man. Like the, the, the do Samsung hardware. we have hardware. this really bad feeling that the Pixel 2 is going to look just like the Pixel 1? And that would be bad. Like, I, no, bad. okay. Now, first of all, don't get me wrong. I love the metal. I love the fingerprint reader. The camera's great. Pixel is a fantastic device. But like, just comparing it to the design sheer, wise, yeah, yeah design wise and pure elegance of the S8. Uh, man, I sound like a total fanboy. Anyway, yeah, but no, we 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 were really 
harsh on the uh, the Pixel's design when it first came out because everyone went really it was like an old one A nine iPhone knockoff lookalike. The yeah. the thing that it has that stands out is the software is the best and the camera was the best, right? Right. Like that's what it came down to with the Pixel phone. I don't think anyone's out here praising the look of the Pixel. So hopefully, hopefully they uh they change that. It'd be nice to get a new design that's not just an old HTC one A nine shell they had laying around the factory. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But look, like Note 8 is going to be crazy, probably. If it's anything like this, and then they upgrade some other parts and throw in an S Pen that no one uses, I'm sure it'll be awesome. Yeah. New Pixel phones. Somebody HTC probably, coming out. Probably mentioned a V30 in the chat, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think Samsung Shield said it was like going to be a sleeper of the year. <laughs> V30, yeah. No. Get out of here with that. Sleeper. V30. You guys know I love me some V phones. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that removable battery. Throw in a DAC. Ooh. <laughs> I like poking poking V20 owners. Yeah, poke Earphone. the <laughs> Poke the barrel. <laughs> Earphone's silly. You don't need this crap. V20 owners are funny. Like I if you go look at our V20 review, where I thought it was pretty fair, but like the down light, the dislikes on it, it's almost even, I think, with the uh, with the amount of like, it's like one of our only videos where the dislikes are like way up there with the likes. And it's all these V20 owners like, you suck. You should be fired. <laughs> like, you know, because a lot of these guys like they don't know who I am, obviously, that I do this for a living. They're like, this guy's terrible. <laughs> Dislike. It's awesome. It's like when you go to a car reviewer and they're reviewing your car and they say it's not a good car and you're like, oh, hell no, I love my car. It's like, dude, I mean, it's just our perspective, you know, like your opinion, man. Exactly. But yeah, anyway. All right. So uh, HTC U, uh, the new HTC phone with the Snapdragon 835, the one HTC told us to wait for and pass on the U Ultra. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's going to be announced on May 16th, which uh, happens to be the day before Google I.O. starts. And they're Oops. doing it in Taiwan. So uh, it'll be really late at night. Um, we got a first picture of it from EvLeaks. It looks like a slightly smaller U-Ultra. So no secondary display. Lots of gloss. Um, and yeah, it, it doesn't look like Again, probably not fair, but uh, LG and Samsung just made these two phones and HTC is putting out another sort of glossy, bubbly thing that just kind of looks like an old phone and it's not even out yet, but it's so going to be a tough sell. Yeah. And you can apparently squeeze the size, squeeze <laughs> it and uh, do some things like launch <laughs> apps and stuff. I, I'm all for people innovating, right? And trying new things. I don't I don't know that squeezing my phone is ever going to be a standout feature, but you know, could be wrong there. Guess we'll uh, maybe it'll out. be really, really big deal. Uh the uh latest rumors have only mentioned the fact that you can squeeze it and it's like pressure sensitive. But didn't we think it also was maybe touch sensitive, like you could control your volume or something, perhaps? Right. Uh, something along those lines or at like least a, you know be able to tap be, on it or something. Yeah, it could differentiate between taps and squeezes and double taps and do yeah. different functions. Which is kind of cool, but I how many like accidental taps, squeezes, swipes are gonna happen on that thing? Hopefully they figure that out. Um so yeah, it's weird. Like they're gonna announce it on May sixteenth at two a.m. Eastern, which is May fifteenth, right? Eleven p.m. our time. So it's the middle of the night. 
it's in Taiwan. This isn't like a New York City, London thing. Like it's in Taiwan. It's in the middle of the night. I'm just assuming that means it's going to be like the U Ultra and it's going to be sold, unlocked on HCC.com and no carriers want any part of this thing. And that's going to be a tough battle there for HCC. If HCC is fully gone to all the carriers hate us, we're not going to fight that battle. We're just going to sell these things, unlock their own site. Look, the HCC Ultra, they wanted $750 for. So this one, they're going to want seven, probably. Who's going to buy this phone for 700 bucks over Galaxy S8, LG G6? Nobody. Yeah, HCC and I fanboys. T- yeah, there aren't very many of those left, I don't think. It's hard to be an HCC fanboy when your company is like rolling over and dying. <laughs> so, like, we had one of the first U Ultra reviews up <clears throat> on YouTube. I don't even think it has 10,000 views. Like, no one is searching for the U Ultra. No one. Well, it, it would help if HTC actually advertised the thing at all, but they don't. So yeah, They don't they have a Twitter account. They mentioned it here and there, but uh, I'm just assuming this is going to be the same thing. They haven't led us to believe anything else, right? So I don't. It would be nice if HTC could push out some good phones, get on a carrier or two. But I think it just kind of feels like they're like really done. Like, you know, we talk about how HCC's given up or they're done. We talked about this for a long time, right? But when you're not on US carriers, you just can't compete anymore. US carriers are such a huge part of it. Like Motorola ran into that, right? Like no one wanted to carry their stuff and they started doing dumb Verizon exclusives and uh, hurt them. I mean, you can't, you just can't do that stuff. So. I mean, even Huawei, you know, they're putting out good phones and they're they're having a hard time getting on yeah. carriers. So yeah, they, they can't get on one like the yeah. Mate 9 P10. Those are phones that deserve to be on a carrier. Those are good phones and they couldn't get them on. So I don't know how HCC is planning to do that. And a part of that is, you know, um, performance like no one was buying HCC phones. <laughs> so they just don't, they're like, why are we why are we going to carry that train our staff, all that stuff? People buy the Galaxy. So, yeah. Samsung uh, even struggling, I think. You know, Google yeah. got it on Verizon. They wanted it to be everywhere else. They weren't. If Google, if, We'll see if Google can. They've never been able to get everywhere, right? Yeah. All right, cool. Got anything else you want to talk about? I feel like we uh, should just keep talking about the Galaxy S8. Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know if these people can handle it. <laughs> I don't know if they can either. He talks a lot about the Galaxy S8. Well, there's a lot to say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sam, um, Samsung Shields bringing up this P10 situation with this uh, the storage and uh, like mm. memory being used. Not a good look there, yeah. Yeah, not a good look. I've definitely been trying to read more into that, but um, that's a bummer. Yeah, basically a bunch of people found that P10 wasn't using UFS2 storage. It was using EMMC, which is a lot slower. And uh, they had to, I think Richard Yu had released a statement today that was like, we ran into supplier issues, whatever. I don't know that he necessarily apologized for it. I haven't really looked at the full statement, but he said they ran into supplier issues or something. And wasn't he also addressing the fact that uh, the screen doesn't have the oleophobic (laughs) coating on it? So it's like a fingerprint disaster. I brought that up at uh, this Huawei event I was at and they didn't even know what the hell I was talking about. And I was like, the so you're like, look at this thing. It's the yeah, I said, look. thing ever. Yeah. I had it with me and I told him to look at it and she was like, Oh yeah, it's kind of messy looking. I was like, Oh, you're worth it. <laughs> so why does no one get it? Like, I don't know. I don't know. 
It's a struggle. Like, like this sample. There's like no fingerprints on it. I've been using it. It gets a little smudgy. A little smudgy, but not as bad as a P10. I mean, I in, in a microfiber the, uh, cloth, will take care of it just fine. On the P10, it will? No, or on not. the SA. No, that thing takes like real scrubbing, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need a sponge, all that stuff. That's nuts. <laughs> I will say that with uh, Galaxy S8, this color, you can almost never see the uh, fingerprints on the back on this orchid gray. Eh, depending on the lighting, I think, yeah. Yeah, like mine definitely has some smudges on it, but if I'm just looking at it straight on, you can't really tell. It's not like, I would imagine that black version you have is probably really bad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sweet. Anything uh, else you want to talk about then? Uh, yeah, real quick, I just want to say, um, be sure to fill out, find that Google form and uh, fill out for your chance to win an S8 case because I really want to get rid of these things. So oh, yeah. yeah, is that them all behind you? Yeah, yeah, that's them stacked up right there. So cases to go. I got quite a few. Oh, AB just asked, "Do you use your phones naked or with skins?" Naked, pakey. Uh, yeah, naked. And uh, <laughs> no, we're not going to give a shout out to uh, any of the skin makers out there. This is what? not sponsored by any of those. We're not. You're uh, your ad here, uh, skin makers. If you really want to shout out, you can pay for it on this wall <laughs> right there. I wonder what D brand's marketing budget is. Or are they just paying all these YouTubers like 20 bucks a pop? That's like the cheapest marketing ever if that's what they're doing. Because they are in every video. I turn they just. Off. Maybe they just give them goes, free skins. Yeah, I'm reviewing this phone. I'm reviewing this phone. It would look great with this skin too. I just go click. I turn them off. Yeah. You lost me as a fan. If don't get me wrong, get paid, get that money, get yeah. that money. But if uh, mid video you want to show me a skin, and I'm probably not finishing that video. Just <laughs> throw it up front right at the start. Just say like, "This is sponsored by." I'll watch your video, but that like mid sneaky look at my skin. No, <laughs> I care about your fake slate concrete skin D brand. This I'm is not really a fan MKBHD of either. MKBHD was, has been doing it for a long time. <clears throat> Whatever. I'm talking about like every other YouTuber. This isn't just an MKBHD. Like ev- they all do it. Skin. Skin. I kind of like that old Macintosh one that they got right now. That looks pretty dope. Or is that, that? That might be slick wraps. I can't even tell the difference anymore. Like I just, no. I don't care. Slick, slick wraps trying to bust into the uh, YouTube skin thing as the well. There's not game. a sly, <laughs> as sly as D brand is. Yeah, well, the I, I think I've what tried D- skins in the past. I just don't really yeah. like them. They just need a big Ferrari with a slick wraps logo on it and all that crap that D brand does or whatever. Or buy tickets to Toronto Raptors playoff games and all this. Jesus. <laughs> Too much stuff, guys. Too much. That's crazy. What a world. All right. Oh, yeah. I got nothing else to talk about, I don't think. Yeah. I hope everyone sees if there's any other hot topics laying around the desk. I think so. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Um, It's it's beautiful here in Portland. I'm trying to go outside and enjoy this like 70 degree weather we're supposed to have. It's really nice. Yeah. So uh, be safe out there, everyone. And uh, enjoy your new phone if you picked one up this weekend enjoy it let us know over the weekend shoot us emails when you get back on monday whatever let us know things you love things you don't like whatever it'll help us with our reviews we like knowing all the little things you guys figure out so 
All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Joy Life Show episode 140 in the books. Peace. Peace.